0: This is Life Invented. Invent the life you want to live. Invent leave. the life you want to lead. Be creative. Be challenged. Be the solution. Go broadcast.
1: Welcome to the Life Invented podcast presented by Santa Clara University. From campus life to what it means to learn in the Silicon Valley, we explore how to be a global citizen in an era of change. This is Life Invented.
2: We live in a global society, and no matter where you are currently in it, it's hard to deny our world is getting smaller each and every day. We're all connected, and the decisions we make here and now are impacting the lives of communities in regions across the world. It's a beautiful day here in Santa Clara, and on this episode, we'll explore what it means to be a global citizen. We're talking with participants of the Levy School of Business' Global Fellows Program a nine-month leadership program at Santa Clara University. This unique program is working each year to foster global citizens and nurture competence, conscience, and compassion in Santa Clara students. We're joined by program director Tanya Monsef-Bunger and recent fellows Nick Kikuchi and Otto Ho, who share how they have left no path untraveled. Let's go! Okay, folks, uh, so good to have you here on Life Invented. Uh, We're going to start with you, Tanya, so uh, please dish your deets.
1: So my name is Tanya Monsef Bunger, and I am a proud Santa Clara alum from 1986. I'm a Gen Xer, and I am a product actually of Silicon Valley, Um, but I come by way of a global family. My father is Iranian my mother is German. Both met here in the United States in Silicon Valley, so I'm a first-generation American, and believe that uh, my story of who I am is actually very much a global citizen, and it was just how I was raised. And so my passion in the world is actually to bring about global harmony, and I really do a lot of work around um, working with NGOs and um, specifically women leaders all over the world. I've worked with probably 200 women from about 40 countries, and it's a lot of my work. Here at Santa Clara, I am the director of the Global Fellows Program, which is a multidisciplinary program um, where we send students abroad to do an internship abroad. They live and work abroad in a developing country. Uh, They will work with either NGOs or or for-profit companies
2: thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, ano, you're up next. Please dish your deets.
0: My name is Ano Ho. I'm a junior finance major, international business and anthropology minor at Santa Clara University. I am a millennial, um, born and raised in Hong Kong. So I am an international student. I really like food. And the way I look at food is kind of how food has affected cultures and how So people have been shaped by that specific, uh, by food and the way that people interact around like the dining table. So um, just kind of growing up in international school at lunchtime, you would see kind of foods from all over the world, uh, just like brought out and people would have discussion like, why do you, why do you eat this? Why do you eat that? Um, And then you just kind of learn about how that's inherent in certain parts of different people's cultures. So that's kind of what I really like.
3: I'm Nick Kikuchi. I'm a junior from san jose california i am a millennial as well i'm studying bioengineering here at the university my family is from san jose california pretty much both sides of my family are both here in san jose and i'm japanese and chinese so half of my family is from china the other half is from japan Uh, one of my passions is really being outdoors i love hiking i love uh, finding new outdoor spots that really are kind of tucked away and you really have to get to and it takes a lot of effort to get to them so love being outdoors.
2: Ah, yes, and the Bay Area is a great place to be if you love nature and being outdoors. Okay, thanks for introducing yourself, everybody. You know, our global society is at a really interesting, complex, and critical point in our history. Tanya, why does this world need more global fellows from Santa Clara University?
1: I believe that the world is more interconnected than it ever has been. Access to technology, um, you know, just the world is very, very small. And unfortunately or fortunately, we live in a very vibrant community here in Silicon Valley. Santa Clara is one of the finest institutions here in the Silicon Valley. You know, the employees um, in the major companies are Santa Clara grads. Um, but we also live in somewhat of a bubble. And so I think it's super important for students and people to really understand what it means to be part of a global community and understand um, how you relate to other people. It's good for not just humanity, but it's also good for business. Every company here in the Silicon Valley is a multinational company doing work globally. And so to have the capacity to understand what is needed um, and to really relate to other people is a super valuable skill.
2: True indeed. Relating to others, including those from different cultures, is critical right about now. Tanya, can you tell us a bit more about the program itself?
1: The program was actually founded in 2008. Um, Santa Clara incubated an organization called the Global Women's Leadership Network, and we trained women from all over the world. And it came out of this idea that, hey, we're, we have these great network of people all over the world. Let's send our, some of our students to go work with them. So that's actually how that started. Um, the students go and work uh, abroad, and they work in everything from uh, working in an orphanage in India, um, a woman who is fighting against female infanticide and feticide. Um, in India, over 500,000 girls a year go missing. So she's working to, to address that issue, um, or working in the Gambia where uh, there, she's tr- the woman there is trying to actually change a generation and and have women actually step up into society. And so she works with young girls there.
2: Fellows are the change makers, the go getters, the leaders of their communities. The Global Fellows Program's recruits exceptional students who are engaged, contemplative, independent compassionate innovative and curious uh nick you've gone and you've you've been a global fellow um when you hear that how does that resonate with the reality of of what you experience
3: i think that's pretty much as perfect as you can get um you know when you're on this fellowship you're in a developing country you're in a place that you've never been to before most likely you're gonna find some new challenges you're gonna face obstacles that you wouldn't have ever anticipated I know for me it was my first abroad or international experience and so it was really really eye-opening for me Um, you know the whole idea that the United States is the best country in the world was kind of something that I just grew up with you know because I'd never been anywhere else and so having the chance to see you know what other countries have to offer how different people work you know how different business types and how their goals are really affected by where they grew up or their culture um, is something that really just changed my perspective about everything and being able to go after, you know, anything and any opportunity that you want is something that I really saw come to life when I was
2: on my fellowship.
0: no. what about you? I was looking for more of a meaning, meaningful like service experience and a m- meaningful like project uh, in high school. After doing those four different service projects, I, I c- kind of thought about the impact I, I was making. And realized a lot of the stuff I was doing could have been easily done by the people there. Like, was the work I was doing was that for the benefit of them, or was that the benefit of me having like intrinsic like happiness? Like, oh, I went and helped these people. So um, I guess I, I applied to these um, my specific program because um, I wanted to see like more of a long-term impact, and I wanted to see uh, uh, I want to see like the actual effect on the people I was helping. Um, so uh, when I was in Bolivia, I was working for this company that. They're an ethical, uh, sustainable, like, uh, manufactured, like, artisan manufacturing firm. Uh, And a lot of their, uh, all the workers are artisan women who kind of did a lot of knitting and a lot of different, like, kind of practices. And the boss was talking to all her, like, employees and realized that all of their kids were failing math. Um, And she came to the conclusion that there's no way all these kids are inherently bad at math uh, and created this after-school tutoring program through using Khan Academy. And through using Khan Academy, we were able to track the statistics of these students who are coming back year to year to see them improve. And so that was the main project I was working on, which was really rewarding because you could actually track progress, see that these kids were doing well and doing better in school, and um, they'll come back and bring back their test scores from school. And you can, you can see that. And it doesn't only help me, and it like, motivates me especially to see these kids do well, but also like I can see it uh, benefit their own lives.
2: In our society, there tends to be a lot of conversation around the war and apathy and and the ability to increase empathy for various people and causes around the globe. Nick, how has Santa Clara University nurtured in you the idea of being a man for others?
3: You know, it's it's funny. I've had this conversation with my mom, actually. Um, She'll mention how different she thinks I've become in college, Um, And I think a lot of that is because of how the university has kind of instilled these different values in me. Um, I know when I was in high school, a lot of the focus was on getting a job that would make you money, like money, money, money. That was the biggest thing that was money was used to measure success. Um, And coming to the university, a lot of the things that they talk about is like vocation and finding that thing that you're passionate about that will bring about the biggest social impact, the biggest change. Um, And so seeing that transition between where, you know, I originally chose to be an engineering major because of the money, and now I want to be an engineering major because of the innovation and because of the change and the impact that it could have, um, you know, not only in in the country, but across the globe. Um, And seeing that change in, in my perspective and how I think about, you know, things about how I study or like what I do or what I'm doing and how that affects others has I guess that really just shows how the university has changed me and, you know, those values that they instill in me.
2: Tanya, the Global Fellows Program is hosted out of the Levy School of Business. I think it's safe to say most don't tend to put the concepts of business and compassion together. Uh, Can you talk about how this program is changing that?
1: We have arts and science, engineering, and business majors participating in the program almost equally, actually. Um, So the compassion piece is a huge um, thing for me. I, I feel very blessed. I, I teach in the business school, not just this program, but I teach also in the business school. And I consider it to be a great place to teach business because um, business is about banking profit, but it's also about what your impact is in humanity. And so as a business professor here at Santa Clara, I can bring that more holistic view into the landscape of of how I approach the teaching. And so for the program, that's absolutely a fundamental part of it is how do we think about business is not just, you know, producing widgets, but also what are some really innovative ideas that are happening around the world here in the U.S. as well? Um, And how can they how can a student be thinking about their their vocation? A little bit differently than maybe they had before. And again, my goal is not to get students to go into the Peace Corps. Um, We have students all over and in all kinds of companies around the Bay Area and and also around the world. Um, But I really want them to see themselves as something a little larger than just sitting in a a cubicle or in an office producing paper every day.
2: Anno, how has Santa Clara changed your perspective on how you as an individual can have a positive global impact.
0: For me my high school kind of did a lot of the I guess like the initial like testing the waters putting these like ideals to my head but then Santa Clara really kind of ingrained these ideas and, and instilled these values in me. We have these things called the three C's which stands for conscience, competence and compassion. It's really made me think more so about my global impact and how I can affect the people around me uh, not just in my near community but also you know on the whole global scale and it's changed my like life vocation in a sense you know i'm studying finance and originally i wanted to be uh, I wanted to go into investment banking and then I realized like I, I really do not want to go into this industry after studying it a little bit more. Um, hopefully I can take my finance major and apply that to other communities around the world through maybe like impact investing or microfinancing. So yeah, it's, it's really changed my perspective. We're always told like conscience, competence and compassion throughout our four years here and applying that to your career and that's like actually reflected in our courses like all students have to take ethics classes, diversity classes, theology classes so it really kind of educates students with a holistic mindset.
2: Nick I I think a number of future college students are going to be able to relate to you traveling for the first time to a different country for several weeks to study in some interesting place around the world. Can you share an example of a person or experience that really contributed to to the transformation of your worldview?
3: I think for me, um, we were living with our boss, basically, kind of right next to them. And our boss's wife actually lived in the rainforest for 12 years. And she told us the kind of her backstory. Um, So she's originally from Argentina, and she was one of the first, like, South American hippies, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, when they were being prosecuted, she actually decided to go into the rainforest and, you know, live this entirely new life with... um, Another group, and that's where she stayed for 12 years. Um, She said that it took three days just to hike out of the rainforest. They would make the trip twice a year to get ammunition, food, and uh, I believe medicine. And so, you know, just seeing how, you know, she just packed up her entire life and moved somewhere completely remote, she said she would watch the monkeys, see what they ate, um, and then she would do the same, make sure she didn't get sick, and then would do the same. Um, So just seeing how differently we've been raised or have grown up or just our mindsets almost Um, I think it's really easy to get tunnel vision really easy to have this narrow view of how you get to one place um, you know kind of from where you are it's it was definitely interesting to hear her perspective and hear how she you know went this entirely different path went this entirely you know new experience that I wouldn't have ever thought of or would never even consider honestly um, to get to where she was at that moment and that was really eye-opening for me.
1: For me, what I think about when I think about deep transformation, I think that you gain this new perspective of, you know, your values, your beliefs, maybe your aspirations change too. Um, There's a woman that comes to mind. She went uh, two years ago to Turkey. And I didn't really know this about her, but she said, you know, a, a, a typical Saturday night for me would be, I would be home and I'd have maybe, you know, my friends over and we'd watch Netflix. And I really made this decision that I wanted to really expand my world. And uh, so we sent her to Turkey. She was in Istanbul, Turkey, working with a women's organization there. And she just dove right in. She just she changed her whole life, her whole viewpoint changed because she made the decision that she wanted to do something different, something that she had never done before. Um, and now she's working for the CDC um, in Atlanta, doing great work there. She's going to go to medical school after this. So those are the kinds of students that we have, the students that just see a need and then just go and figure out how to make it happen
2: and an amazing opportunity to be able to have uh, that sort of independence as an undergraduate student especially tanya being culturally sensitive and aware is not always the reputation americans have while in other countries how does this program create balance between respecting a country's culture and influencing our america culture and way of doing things on them
1: one of the fundamental principles in actually selecting a placement and also the students is, um, I have a core belief of reciprocity. So we are not going to Ghana or India to, to help them and, you know, to make them, you know, like, um, you know, to do something that's going to somehow make them better. They, they are very well equipped. They, they're very strong leaders in and of themselves in these countries. Um, and, and so I, I work with the placements to see how can we how can we as Santa Clara send students that might help you in furthering whatever your business is. Um, the students are there for about seven to eight weeks on average. Uh, and so it's not that long, but they do have a project that they're working on. and most of the um, most of the placements say to us, what we really want is we want a little bit of Silicon Valley to come to Morocco or India, and we want our people to see what it's like to meet them. Uh, and then for our students, I think that is one of the biggest challenges, is for them to to actually understand that they're going in not to change anything. They're actually going in to learn as much as they're going to give. And so how do we how do we balance that reciprocity? And I think that's the biggest challenge. Our students here at Santa Clara are very, very smart and dedicated and passionate, and they have a very long to-do list, and they have their little checklist every day that they do. And then they'll go to India or Ghana and, you know, the time, the the relationship with time becomes very different. So um, in a day you might be told, you know, show up at 10 o'clock and, you know, we're going to do X, Y, Z and it might actually happen at two or it might happen the next day. And and so I think that's one of the biggest challenges. And, you know, even being in a global business, if you're working for Google or Facebook and, and you have... You have interactions with an international office. You have to be prepared to understand and really, compassionately and um, and with with reverence, really understand what it means to be in a different culture, and that our culture is not the only culture. So that's really the goal.
2: Ah, yes, cultural sensitivity and awareness is so critical to developing successful relationships, business or otherwise. Tanya, Nick, Ano, thank you all so much for spending some time with us here on Life Invented. The Global Fellows Program is such a powerful and impactful one, and uh, we're just thankful that each year more and more of you will be influencing our global family in such a positive way. Thanks again for being here with us.
1: You've just listened to the Life Invented podcast presented by Santa Clara University, and there's so much more to explore visit us at scu.edu slash podcasts and learn more about Santa Clara's commitment to innovation and inspiring opportunities.